Hey there, this is Jason and Paul, and we encourage you to follow us on Instagram at stateofloveandtrust underscore pod, where we can continue the conversation with you. Thanks for listening. And now, let's get to the show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the State of Love and Trust. It's a Pearl Jam podcast, and I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carapesi. And alongside me, as always, is Paul Gillieri. Paul, the birthday boy. We went yeah. out this weekend, had a blast. Everyone was out. The wives were there. The friends were there. The wives and the friends were there. Good times. It was the it it, it was uh, the birthday that COVID robbed me of. So it was so nice to. Uh, to get everybody out and do that. Uh, if any of you are listening, I am touched by your affinity and therefore extend my gratitude. Truly, it was a, a magnificent and stellar occasion. You know, Very two grateful. things. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. You uh, were there too. I was there. You buried the lead, Paul. I was there. That's the lead. <laughs> not, not you having a birthday uh, where people could celebrate finally. Uh, two things about that. One is that you mentioned, obviously, your birthday, and two, used a lot of flowery language just now describing uh, your uh, adoration for everybody showing up. Those two things have uh, something in common with our Friday evening, which was we recorded recorded a guest spot with uh, two gentlemen, lovely guys from Georgia named Stephen Wyndham. They are hosts of the Perfect Album Side podcast and what they do, and they do this for all music, not just singular bands. We're actually the only the second singular band behind our friends over at uh, State of America podcast with the Black Crows to pick the perfect album side. Uh, what that means is there's some rules in place. We pick six songs. They pick six songs. And we duke it out to see who has the perfect album side for Pearl Jam across their entire catalog. I won't bore you with the details of the rules, but it was difficult, right? It was quite difficult. We had a phone conversation on, on Wednesday. We needed to. Out. We had we to pregame that sucker. We had to pregame it. So it, it's fun. It's a good listen. It'll be out on Friday, uh, March. What is that now? Uh, 11th. And mm-hmm. um, a perfect or the perfect album side podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast and wherever you might get ours, in which case you could. rate review subscribe you're making me do it no i'm not gonna make you do it. i just wanted to see what it sounded like coming out of your mouth <laughs> well then rate review subscribe most importantly feed that algorithm uh you gotta feed it it's hungry feed it that's it okay so that business is out of the way the housekeeping is done let's get to our main topic of the week we haven't really talked about um, what's in the news recently. I, I apologize for those of you listening in the in the future when this is, God forbid, uh, no longer applicable. Um, we have not talked about the Russia-Ukraine thing at all. And again, of course, this is not a political podcast. The politics are adjacent to the music that we love, uh, such as um, Life is a Pearl Jam fan. Uh, some people... Uh, some Pearl Jam fans like the guitarist for Shinedown disagree with 80% of what Eddie Vedder says, but still loves the music. 
and that's cool. Um, again, not a political band, uh, or, I'm sorry, not a political podcast, but can be a political band. And we like to tie in current events when we can, when it makes sense without shoehorning them in. We don't want to make a whole thing of it, but sometimes things happen and there is a way of dealing with these things in a way that makes sense for our show, Paul. Yep. And um, we're going to, we're going to do a, an episode of the playlist, which we've done a couple of times before we've done rage and fury, I guess, which, which could make sense here. <laughs> we've done celebration, which hopefully will make sense soon uh, in this capacity. And today's uh, today's topic or today's playlist theme is coping with war, my friend. Uh, we don't want to be here. We don't want to be doing this, but we're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a shame that we have to, but it it feels like it makes sense. And there we have listeners all over the world, and that's not the toot our own horn, but it's just to say that there are parts of the country, parts of the world, really, who uh, actually go through this much more than us here in the United States or some yeah. of the Western countries that luckily don't have to bear the brunt of war. Oh, on we have listeners soil. in Germany and that's a country that's, that's taken in refugees. That's right. Right now. And, and you know, I mean, it's this, 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 the, the ramifications of this are, are felt globally and, and I think will continue to be felt globally. And so uh, you really can't have a conversation with any um, discerning adult <laughs> who, who doesn't have a position or a feeling or a reaction to this. It's uh it, it, and I, I do believe quite earnestly that um, we're all trying to cope and make, make sense of it. So I think this, this attempt at creating a playlist is just trying to, to, to use Pearl Jam as a, uh, a vehicle for, for helping shepherd those feelings to a place of clarity, I think. Exactly. My, th- my opinion is with yours on that. Um, and I think we should start things off with, with clarifying the rules. Just again, if this is your first time listening to the show, hi, welcome. Hello. Welcome. And welcome. Uh, you know, Paul was very, very uh, adamant about you writing and reviewing and subscribing to the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, the algorithm gives me nightmares, man. Just so, if you feed it, it leaves me alone. <laughs> uh, please. Sh- what is that? The, the Baba Duke? You ever seen that movie? The who? The Baba Duke? No, I don't know it. No, okay. We'll talk about thing? that later. I okay, I don't want to bore the list. All right, sidebar number one out of the way. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, the rules here, if you're new, are it um, it as many songs as you want in any order that you want, um, but they've got to fit under the EP length, which is 30 minutes. So playlists are kind of a new school thing, but it's also old school and when in the whole mixtape thing and getting things off the radio. And then we throw in the whole vinyl EP thing. So a lot of different rules that don't make a whole lot of sense. They're all arbitrary, but you know what? Those are our rules. Deal with it. So 30 minutes or under. And would you like to go first with your first song? Uh sure. I can go right. first. Uh it's an easy opening for me. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> Worldwide suicide. Um, I, I think that this is this is a, a great track for a playlist like this for a number of reasons. Most notably, the fact that it really does capture the the unmitigated chaos that is war. Because it, it on so many levels, it really does amount to just a worldwide suicide. We're, we're, we're subscribing to violence in order to settle differences. And I don't believe, no matter how often we repeat this cycle, that we can truly grasp the ripple effect. Uh, for, for every life taken, there are a dozen lives affected. 
And, um, and those lives have emotional and psychological positions that are related to that, that loss. And people can literally be driven to a whole new trajectory in life based on situations like this. We talk about how terrorism is born. Um, you know, we talk about how does a child evolve into somebody like that? How does a child want to uh, commandeer a national cause and, 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 and commit him or herself to, to a conflict? And, and it's not always defending my country and my freedom, right? I mean, I, I think we like to, uh, we like to, to promote that as part of uh, the ethos of, of, of national pride and civic responsibility. But the reality is that war is what happens when reason and diplomacy fail. Um, in some cases, like with what's happening in, in Ukraine, I, I don't even th- think I can go that far. That might be too, too generous of a way of putting it. I mean, this is just maniacal. And uh, it was an unprompted invasion on a lot of levels, regardless of what other folks will will have you believe and, and I know this is not a political podcast but <laughs> it's really hard for me to find some type of rational justification for for entering a peaceful country simply because you disagree with its uh it, 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 its rationale its motives its its leanings philosophically or culturally I mean I, anyway so a, a song like worldwide suicide I think captures the aggression the confusion the the, the frenetic chaos that is war and the damage that's caused by it. So I think just right out of the gates, here we go. I can't think of a Pearl Jam song that more more accurately encapsulate, encapsulates pardon me, all of that at once. I think that's very well said. Uh, I looked at this uh, kind of two different ways. Uh, there's kind of a couple different songs, kinds of songs that are going to get me through. Ones that seem to commiserate with me and ones that make me feel like we can overcome. Sure. Try and be a little hopeful uh, after understanding uh, everything or really, really feeling everything negatively um, and then getting the high of overcoming. I need to be able to feel all those things. Um, Otherwise, I just, you know, the sad songs will keep me depressed. And if it was just the powerful overcoming songs, they'd feel superficial and dishonest. So out of the gate, I'm going to go with long road. Nice. War can be long and we may not have any idea when it'll end. And every time that war happens, duh, too many die. Not, I'm not saying I'm not breaking news here. We know we'll all die at some point, but war makes, uh, makes me nervous that, that no matter how old we are, it could come sooner than it should. It's the uneasy mystery of it all. And that's why I think Long Road is a is a good way to start things off. Because right now, we don't know how long this road's going to be. It could be short. It could be long. And it's the uneasiness of not knowing where the end of the road is. Um, so for me, that's, that's the opening track of my playlist, Long Road. That's a solid choice, my friend. Where are you going next? I'm going with Insignificance. Uh, you know, this is a song, it's a solid anti-war song, a song I really enjoyed off my new role when I first heard it, but that there's a, an element of, of, of helplessness associated with war. And I think that's what a lot of us are feeling right now, uh, that this desire to want to affect change, but not really knowing how. And, and then watching um, 
things like sanctions be deployed only for it to seemingly not really be making a difference. And so, you know, we think about this stuff in terms of, of big picture and little picture, micro and macro. And maybe in the macro, things like sanctions will will make a dent, you know, truly, truly uh, make a difference. But the, the, the micro is you're, you're watching nuclear power plants get overtaken and lives being lost, a million people displaced and the conflict that rages on. And, and, and the macro doesn't really help you make sense of that doesn't help you find any measure of peace with coping with that so i think a song like insignificance does a really nice job about uh kind of trying to inhabit the mind of a lot of the people in the ukraine who even leading up to the invasion just tried to continue to to dance and sing and enjoy life and and, and continue to celebrate um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I want to say there was a holiday being spent out there, like the Russian Orthodox Christmas, if I'm not mistaken, it was happening for a, a small period leading up to, to to the invasion. And so there was just this desire to kind of, you know, block it out of your mind because you just didn't believe it was going to happen. And, and even when it did, it was just trying to, to, to see the positive. Um, but it's it's really hard to, to do that now. Um, this feeling, you know, Eddie's on record as saying the song was about the ineffectiveness of political struggle. And it's, it's that that's that's how we got to this place in the in the first place, right? So, insignificance. Well, I'm gonna agree with you. Insignificance is my second song as well. Uh, the innocent, the collateral damage caught in the power struggle of the rich and appointed or elected. I mean that that line. It's instilled to want to live. It doesn't that say it all right there. Yeah. Empathy for those in the situation, I think, makes us honest. If we're actually in it, being powerless, being desperate creates a fear I can only have nightmares about. Uh, this song, I, I think it had to do with um, someone, I feel like I read it one time that it was about, there was, a, there was like a Boeing or maybe a Lockheed. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a live show nearby he, in Seattle. made in Seattle, yeah. It's yeah, and so it was like, that. Exactly. 2005, so, I think. That sounds about right. Uh, so, you know, it says, yeah, you said it, helplessness. Um, and and the, 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 the name of the song, Insignificance, to, to some people, like, like a Putin, there are many that are insignificant to what he deems is the the point of all this I, I still don't really understand what the point of all this is or what his what his intentions truly are um beyond just taking back the soviet union <laughs> i don't know what kind of nonsense he, he uh, or propaganda he's, he's putting out there but that's what it feels like and to everybody all these uh, refugees the, the million plus that have now gone into poland and germany um, they are insignificant to him. And so for me, coming out of Long Road, that made the most sense uh, to go with insignificance. Nice. What do you got at number three? Well, I think uh, there's there needs to be a measured balance between the songs that revolve around helplessness and, and the chaos, and the confusion, and the actual sense of loss itself, well, whether you're directly or indirectly affected by war. And so... Uh, to transition to a song like Yellow Leadbetter here. Uh, we spoke a little bit about this song, actually, 
um, recently. Mm -hmm. Hint, um, but this is a track that just kind of tackles not necessarily the sense of loss, but the feelings of alienation and the feelings of identity that get affected by people who have served or by people who have felt the need to um, to try and reacclimate and assimilate back into society. There's a lot of people out there that are going to survive this. Millions of people are going to survive this. But their lives are never going to be the same as they were before, either because they lost someone or because they came back to a home that was shelled into oblivion. <laughs> and they came back to a city or a town that was leveled. Uh, and the world that they knew, the environments that they grew up in are no more. And I can't help but think that there's uh, that it's, it's just irreconcilable loss associated with that, that I don't think anybody, unless you go through it, can truly comprehend. So I, I think a song like Yellow Leadbetter, musically speaking, really does capture that, that, that bluesy sense of loss. We talked a little bit about the influences of Jimi Hendrix in that music, and uh, it's, it's, it's a powerful song. The, 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 the lyrical content points to some of these themes and motifs, but at least the, <laughs> the lyrics you can make out. You know? <laughs> So yellow lead better for me. Great choice. Great choice so far. Uh, I'm really enjoying your, your, your list here, your playlist. Um, I'm going to go in a similar vein, different song. I'm going with, can you guess it? Can you guess it? Come back. <sighs> nice. Because, and then at some point, death will hit too close to home. And I, I think we need to feel the pain and eulogize it. To ignore these feelings is to be an incomplete human, and that lack of totality will haunt you. So it may not be you, it may not be somebody you know directly, but eventually it'll it'll find its way. It's I don't want to say it's the same thing, but it, it almost feels like um, cancer, where you may not get it, your immediate family might not get it, but somehow, some way, you're going to know somebody at some point close to you enough where it registers. And I feel like in a war that gets big enough, at some point, you get a feeling for it. And obviously, this speaks more, more literally to somebody who actually, you know, husband, wife, mother, father, son, daughter, something like that, brother, sister, um, grandparent. That's what this is really speaking to. But I, I, I think I think it's the... The feelings of this kind of fan out and, and we can all kind of feel it to some degree especially in the in the proliferation of technology with cell phone video at high resolutions and we saw it black lives matter we've seen it i mean there, how many times have we seen things that have been going on that we're only now seeing it's the same thing with war the amount of things that we're seeing now out of ukraine just by average citizens it's it's inconceivable um, some of the things that we're seeing that are probably in parts of war forever, <clears throat> it's going to hit you. So uh, I think Comeback makes a lot of sense uh, here in my playlist. Solid. We're gonna go I'm next. sticking with the same album. I'm going with okay. Army Reserve here. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. It, you know, this is a song it, we talked about, I think a little bit about the, the sense of indirect loss with um, with the last track with the you know, song like Yellow Leadbetter uh, and in some ways direct as well. But Army Reserve is 
<laughs> very poignant in its directness. Um, yeah, this is a song about in, inhabiting the point of view of a woman who's lost somebody that she loves in war. And it's just wearing that pain. I'm gonna read the first lyric set here. How long must she stand before the ground? It gives way to an endless fall. She can feel this war on her face, stars on her pillow. She's folding in darkness, begging for slumber. If that doesn't truly capture <laughs> uh, what this entire playlist is about, I don't know what does. To me, it's the signature song for the playlist. And it's what I think is, is Pearl Jam's finest song at, at really trying to, to touch on this subject. I love the fact that it's it's trying to inhabit that point of view. There's a great film with that. It was Ryan Gosling and Woody Harrelson. It was called The Messenger, I believe. And it was about two enlisted men and their sole responsibility, I think this was during the Vietnam War, was to go to um, the wives and mothers who had lost somebody. And they had to deliver the letter and, <sighs> and, and, and announce uh, the gratitude of the country for uh, these women's husbands or sons or fathers uh, service and, and just the, the emotional toll that that takes. Uh, there's a great scene involving Madeline Stowe in the, the film We Were Soldiers also a, a Vietnam film. Uh, same thing just really touches on the, uh, the the plight of those who are left at home unable to truly be there to defend and help those that we love while at the same time feeling a sense of pride um, and just the, 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 the disconnect that comes with that as well and how you become truly untethered from reality uh, when you lose that person that that anchored you in so many ways. So it's just, it's a tragic song on so many levels. We had it as a, a part of a lyric of the week not too long ago. And I thought we? we did. Uh, I pretty, I remember we had Army a reserve. I yeah, I remember you had a really extensive breakdown on it for, maybe it was overrated, underrated. I forget what it was, but oh, you, it I was remember overrated, a pretty underrated. thorough breakdown on your part. We have not done um, Army Reserve as a lyric of the week, which we will. Which um, we uh, not today, but... Um, not today. No, yeah, the over, definitely. I think it was both our underrated songs of the album. Mm-hmm. I believe. Would have been, it would have been a fine lyric of the week choice this week. So, Army Reserve for me, my man. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, no qualms for me in that pick. Uh, I'm going to go from what was it before comebacks i went long road insignificance comeback i'm going now to indifference we're starting to turn a corner a little bit for me eventually one can really feel utterly helpless i mean you touched on it with Ledbetter. i'm touching on it here like no matter what they do they cannot avoid the hell of war if you're in the middle of it the war cannot escape you your reality is war what did you do to deserve this? Why is this happening to you? What could I possibly do to make a difference to end this suffering? You know, and I'm not mixing my pronouns there. I mean, there are people who are in it who are like, why is this happening to us? And then there's you and I who are out on the outside saying, what can I, I mean, I could donate, you know, a grand to, to the Red Cross or to wherever. Like, am I making a difference at all? You don't know. And that's how I feel about it there. Uh, if you're watching from afar, perhaps you feel helpless because you cannot truly help. Maybe your government isn't willing to intercede. Pregnant pause there for a reason. What the hell can any of us really do when a handful of men are deciding who wins and loses? And I feel like even though this is this is why I chose indifference, this was the theme. Indifference was kind of the theme, I think, in a lot of ways of Riot Act. This helpless, like 
pissed off of frustration um, about war. So for here with indifference, I feel like I'm starting to hit a crest or a a a what's the bottom of what's the bottom of a, of a canyon? What's the bottom of it called? A, a, a valley? Sure. Peaks and valleys? Yeah, why not? We'll go with valley. Maybe it's the valley uh, of uh, yeah. That makes more sense actually. The valley of um, of my playlist. So yeah, indifference right there, smack dab in the middle. What's your next one? I'm going with dissident here. I, uh, mm. I I feel like there's a an element that doesn't get discussed enough. Um, there was a lot of uh, there are a lot of Russian citizens that are very much opposed to what its government is doing right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of Russian citizens who have tried to take to social media and protest uh, publicly and uh, are finding that those efforts are being suppressed and censored. And uh, there are a lot of refugees, I think, that are are on the run and and will be on the run. <clears throat> and this is a song about housing a refugee and the guilt that comes with feeling like you can't support that any longer. And, and I know that a lot of it has more to do with uh, you know civil unrest, um, but but I think that that's also a form of war. You know, when we talk about war, America had a civil war. There are civil wars across the globe all the time. So while it's easy to kind of uh, focus on a playlist that's very centric to what's happening abroad, I also think that uh, we don't necessarily need to pigeonhole the idea of war to, to just that singular form of, of, uh, of conflict. So Dissident for me is a song that I think captures a, another part of the story involving players that that aren't always considered players that i think should be magnified in the role that they inhabit within the greater narrative of 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 how wars happen and and the people that are affected by it so i think dissident is a a worthy addition to a playlist like that for that reason again i i may be liking yours more than mine at this point (laughs) it's very good it's very good uh, I'm going to go from indifference into faithful. All of this can make one question why something so horrible can happen. Why bad things are allowed to happen to good people. We've asked that question before. If there's a God, why is it letting these things continue? People ask that question all the time too when, when bad things are happening. It's okay to question everything. To find True faith in oneself might be what helps you find peace in a world at war. If you can center yourself, perhaps it's how you'll be able to find some grace in the chaos. At least, maybe it's the first step. And I think, as I mentioned at the very top of my playlist, getting all the feels, as the kids would say, getting all the feels will allow you to then find a way to reset and overcome but you've got to feel that first, center yourself, and then you can truly find your way out uh, or, or find a way to help to make um, a difference, uh, either just within yourself to cope, as is the playlist title, um, or to actually enact some change. So I think Faithful um, coming out of indifference is a good kind of one-two to get me to my last, uh, the end of my end of my playlist, that is. So Faithful next for me. Nice. Very good. That's a solid one. I like that one. Thank you. Uh, so I think for my last song here, I'm going to go with 
a little ditty called Last Soldier. Nice. Yeah. Um, th- this song, I think, doesn't have a lot of fanfare for, for a, f- a few different reasons. Uh, m- most notably, it was a fan club single back in 01, I think. Um, so it hasn't been played many times, if, if I recall. I'd have to go back and look it up and see how many times it has been played. But uh, I think that this, this is the type of song that it, it does a really nice job of kind of putting yourself in the shoes of, of the person who's out there. You know, my number's up, my time has come. Sounds like they're playing my song on the altar, my picture. We'll be there while I'm gone. Um, and then, you know, there'll be time for laughing. There's no time to cry. Soon I'll be leaving. Look me in the eye. No matter what's in front of me, it's your face that I'll see and the future of our young ones. We don't consider that enough. The future of our young ones. I think that with it, we, we use that as justification, right? But the reality is if, if that was a true consideration, there'd be far less reason for war because I don't think that there's a prevailing national initiative in any country to teach kids to hit first and ask questions later. I don't think that culturally or politically in any system of education, it is proactively teaching children that violence is the first and best resort to settle their conflicts. And so if if we're teaching children (laughs) to, to be better than us, why aren't we modeling that? Why aren't we taking the time to, to reevaluate the very things that we espouse that children should understand about human nature. Uh, I, I think we're doing a pretty piss poor job of modeling quite the opposite, quite frankly, and have been for all of time. So it's, uh, which is unfortunate, you know, um, I'm not going to wax too philosophical on this, but I thought it was, it was an, it was an appropriate song to end with uh, mostly because of that line. Um, I, I had other candidates, you know, just a couple of honorable mentions that I'll just toss out there uh, that that kind of stuck with me. I thought about a cover song like like Masters of War. Even it's not not a Pearl Jam track, but they've covered it and played it quite a bit, actually. Um, there are elements of Mind Your Manners and Marker in the Sand that I thought really stood out. Uh, was was gave heavy consideration to a song like Quick Escape. Actually, mm-hmm. I felt the, the urge to kind of slip some gigaton in there, but I don't think that song has, has had a chance to truly breathe enough. And I'd like to, to see the band have an opportunity to play it, play it live. If I'm, if I'm being honest. Um, so th- those are just a couple of, couple of songs that really stood out to me that uh, kind of circled around this idea here. It was, it was interested in wanting to, to explore that a little bit. Uh, if you want a really under the radar secret track at the end of this playlist, I sure do. I think, Give uh, me. Let, let's let, let's go with the color red, the little red dot on yield. Oh, hmm? wow. The first time uh, anyone's chosen that as yeah, anything on the show. I know. And I'm going with that. Uh, if I'm, if I'm reading this and understanding it properly, because the, the, they're, they're singing in such a falsetto, it makes it hard to, it's a silly little track on, on the surface. Uh, I, I, I could swear he's saying war. I'm crazy. War. I think I'm it's crazy. Uh, we're all crazy. We're all crazy on war. On war. Okay. There I it think is what yeah. it is. So uh, what, what more fitting way to either begin or end and end this playlist. So I'm, th- I'm throwing, I'm throwing some red dot in there, buddy. I think you easily won this challenge. I know it's not competitive, <laughs> but I think you've won. Um, okay. By the way, uh, last soldier three times played live. Wow. Three times. There you go. There you go. 
Uh, I'm going to go with, um, you mentioned trying to slip in some gigaton. I'm bringing in yeah. whoever said. Oh, I thought about that one for, for, for a bit too. I like that you're throwing that in there. Yeah. Solid so the choice. way the way that I'm coming back up the mountain here, um, or back up to or sea level, I guess it would be. <laughs> uh, this this next step is is this this new using the new confidence that we've that we've gotten here to recognize with a clear head that we cannot accept what is happening as acceptable. It's time to pull ourselves out of the misery, despair, and depression. We get angry. We get righteous and we demand change. Like the song says, we must demand satisfaction. Anger and the fire in your belly to affect change will be misguided or imprecise if we haven't gone through what we've gone through with the earlier songs in my playlist. It's important to feel excited by your anger, though. It's important to feel a little idealistic. And it's good to feel like nothing can stop you from changing the world for the better and not taking no for a fucking answer. Nice. March, donate, write letters, make phone calls. Hell, run for office yourself if the war is taking too damn long. Be the change you wish to see in the world, right? But pure gumption and piss and vinegar won't get it done. It needs something greater than that guiding it. So even though I'm at my 30-minute mark, like you, I'm going to do a little bonus because, hell, we can break the rules. Bonus track, Paul. Hit me with it. Love Boat Captain. Love Boat Captain. All, All right. you need is love, my friend. All you need is love. And so if we're going to cope with war, we got we to gotta end on a positive note. We got we to gotta bring everybody under the tent. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of cheating here, as I said, but uh, screw it. What's more important, ultimately, to coping with and fighting against war than love? It's, it's, it's literally the opposite of, the, of war. Love for people you've never known. Love for those you may know in harm's way. Love for the idea that borders are arbitrary and the men who seek to change them do so without an ounce of love within them. It all comes back to love and everything the previous six songs have brought us to doesn't mean shit if it ain't guided by love, my friend. So that's where I'm going to live. I like my playlist a lot. I like yours a hell of a lot. And I hope everyone out there enjoyed these um before we move on to the lyric of the week any any final thoughts here my friend uh let's just throw out those tracks one more time for the listener i got led better uh, in no particular order for, for me but uh, led better uh army reserve worldwide suicide dissident insignificance last soldier and uh, a little freebie in red dot <laughs> Uh, my six and a half, seven were long road, insignificance, comeback, indifference, faithful, whoever said, and love boat captain. I will say a few, uh, honorable mentions were pretty much all the tracks that you chose that I did not like Dissident and army reserve. Um, I even included on my short list, uh, hard to imagine sometimes oh. no way other side. Um, so Unfortunately, there are a lot that make sense, and I and I pared it down to what I pared it down to. But I think between us, sure. we kind of hit all the facets here. So I'm curious what you guys think out there. Um, if you're making a playlist at home in your Spotify, in your iTunes, whatever mixtape, who knows? Uh, let us know what you would put on your playlist for songs for coping with war. Uh, let's then move on to our lyric of the week. 
Lyric of the Week this week comes from a, an album that was very much, like I said uh, earlier, in the headspace of war, unfortunately. And uh, that's Riot Act, and the song is Thumbing My Way. No matter how cold the winter, there's a springtime So chose these lyrics, Paul, um, again, a- a- the reason why I kind of tilted back toward the positive in the back end of my playlist, uh, trying to find some positivity. Yeah. So uh, we, we need a little dose of that. Yeah. So t- tell me what you think about these. You know, Eddie said this song is about hitchhiking your way through a broken heart. <laughs> I have adored this song uh, for, for, for quite a while. I think that, Lyrics like this do a nice job of blending regret and, and hope because if, if, if those aren't the two uh, staples of the human condition, then I don't know what, what is <laughs> it's, yeah. I think that it's impossible to go through life without somehow uh, carrying the ball and chain that is regret behind you. Uh, that no matter how hard we try to live a good life and make good choices, I, I, I I'm I'm speaking for myself here, but if somebody's cracked that code, put me in touch. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the other side of it is the, the need for hope, you know, the ever pervasive need for hope, because if, if, if we don't have hope, what do we have? It, it's hard to find a will without that. So I think this, this song, you know, thumb in my way to, have, I love the, the, the imagery of, of, of hitchhiking and just yeah. kind of relying on others to get where you need to go. And, and, uh, you know, thinking about the end destination, in this case, heaven, uh, but, but also wishing that you could hold somebody, perhaps somebody you've lost, right? And I think that that can go very, very well with the, the playlist that you and I just discussed, which if you know, that doesn't somehow revolve around loss. I don't know what does. So I, I think it's a, a beautiful set of lyrics. It's an outstanding song with some really, really beautiful and nuanced chord progressions and changes. Uh, at, at one point, I think uh, Matt Cameron said it was one of Eddie's finest efforts in that regard. So written quickly, too. I've noticed this about the band. When they whip something out really quickly, they either write a masterpiece, like just hit a home run, or it's just kind of a, a very rushed experiment that Olay. never gets full. <laughs> sure, sure. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. So it's, <laughs> uh, but Thumb You My Way, I think definitely was a home run. Um, it, it's, it's one of, I think, the most underrated songs in the catalog, let alone on Riot Act. And when they played this song in, um, in Japan, it, the acoustics of that set were outstanding. And uh, when, they, when they brought it back out again at the beginning of the avocado tour uh, that, that they had a show in Cleveland. This is a, a little, little tease, but the, the show in Cleveland, I think it was May 20th, maybe. Um, I think it was May 20th. Cleveland? Actually, in 2006? Uh, yes. I'll tell you that right was now. May 20th. Yeah, May 20th, 06. Okay. Uh, it's actually my wife's birthday. Um, huh. It was one of the finest performances I've ever heard of, of this song. So it was, uh, you know, this, obviously, the subsequent tour post 
post uh, post all this stuff. But still, nonetheless, uh, just just a beautiful set of lyrics and a gorgeous song that I wish they'd play more often. And it's actually something I, I wouldn't be opposed to to hearing this song with an orchestra. You know, we we talked mm. a little bit about songs that that would sound interesting in a setting like that. I'd love to hear uh, a harmonica on here. Maybe maybe Steve, you can come back. Jeez. I don't know. You know, Eddie can put in a call and be like, "Hey, let's just you know, let's just re 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 record another one here." <laughs> well, you know, we this one was chosen um, because I think it was tangential to our conversation, as you mentioned. Um, at least this stanza is for the millions of refugees that have been forced to leave their native land in Ukraine. This is for them. I understand the song's meaning has more to do with writing one's own mistakes and, and finding peace while struggling to get back to wherever home is, literal or otherwise. But I like that, like most Pearl Jam songs, parts can be reapplied another way. That's the beauty of, of, of writing the way Ed and the other guys do. Uh, and I like the stanza within the context of the episode because there are so many people away from their homes. It's so dark right now. And even if their springtime is far away, one has to, as you mentioned, hold out hope that it will come. You'll never recover from the depression if you don't hold out that hope. Yep. The idea of, of hitchhiking. This slow, simplistic, modest way is a great metaphor for how the people of Ukraine will hopefully find themselves back, not only to their literal homes, but their normalcy home. It'll take time, patience, possible prayer, if that's your thing. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll take a leap of faith that we as a human society will help Ukraine find its way through this. Literally a million people, as we've mentioned, probably more wished that they could hold their loved ones. Some wish that they had. It's a reminder to think about and tell your loved ones every day that they're just that. We shouldn't be thinking about our personal heavens like it's some unattainable dream. We should work as hard as we can to realize them. And the sooner the people of Ukraine can get back to their homes, the sooner they'll feel closer to their heaven. So I think even though this song isn't it wasn't written in the context of 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 war and the loss of it. Um, it. It's written so beautifully that it can be applied in such an easy way in this way. So this is another one of those um, honorable mentions. And it was actually one of the first songs I thought of when we came upon this topic. Oh, okay. Um, and I wanted to save it. I wanted to save it for lyric of the week and not put it in my in my in my playlist. So it could get a little more of a spotlight, but there you go. Thumbing my way. Um, beautiful song underrated, as you said, and we are now going to take a listen to the live cut of the week. Paul, you tips your hand a little bit of some honorable mentions for this song. Yeah. Um, Cleveland in 06 for sure, uh, unavailable from choice, as is the rules. Yeah, but the Rydak tour had some great shows on it. Where are we go? Oh boy, did it ever! You know, Vancouver, same month, May, 
this time May 30th of 03, which is actually the uh, the Green Habit compilation choice mm. for, for, for this version. Uh, I, I listened to all of them and I kind of came to the conclusion, yeah, there's a, there's a damn fine version of this song. <laughs> Uh, I, I do have a special place in my heart for that that Cleveland show. Uh, not necessarily because it was my wife's birthday, but um, I, I just think his vocal delivery is is outstanding. Um, you know, once in a while I get a ride when he elevates that man. That's uh, it's 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 pretty cool. So for this choice, though, you know, based on, based on my self imposed parameters, <laughs> Vancouver. We're going to Vancouver. We don't go there enough, so let's we go don't. there now. Shiny ones instead 
walking the miles Every once in a while I'll get a ride I'm in my way back to Yeah, this one, the, the the sound quality in the mix is tremendous. That's uh, a big reason. Yeah. The 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 we we say that with the understanding that you know we were three years at this point into them recording every show, so theoretically all the mixes should sound good. Yeah, but but the the venue can change that, right? The show was at GM Place. That's where the Vancouver Canucks play hockey, which, to my knowledge, isn't an especially great sounding venue. But here we are. Ed sounds really good. Um, it was a ninth song of this set, which probably has something to do with it. Uh, very often, Ed would play this song alone as one of the first couple of tracks uh, back from an encore. Um, and that, at that point, his voice is probably pretty raw. It's a really pretty full band version, which I don't know what the split is on that. Uh, the song's been played 53 times. So... I, this full band versus just Ed kind of doing it by himself. I don't know what the split is, um, but I really enjoyed it. And I think it's interesting that the crowd really ate this up um, more than I've ever heard for a song uh, like this, this one of these slower, newer songs, if you will, the crowd was loving it. And it, it really just, you could hear it throughout the entire song and it was just very, very lovely. So great choice. May 30th, 2003 in Vancouver. So a little up to Canada. Yeah. Outstanding. All right. Well, there you go, guys. That's that's the show. Um, we hope we didn't depress you too much, but hopefully you took these songs and you make your own little playlist out of our playlists and add some of your own in there and find some ways to kind of get through all this bullshit. And um, if you're really in it, if you're really if you're in Eastern Europe, guys, um, we see you out there, um, even if our governments don't uh, enough or at all. And I say our, I, I mean the Western world, the, the powers that be, Yeah. let's just say. Um, so uh, for all of you out there, um, Godspeed. We're thinking about you. And um, hopefully this helps a tiny, tiny bit. And for the rest of you guys, um, hopefully it adds a little bit of perspective. Um, but, you know, your Pearl Jam fans, you probably already had some to, to begin with. Because I, I, I have found, and I'm sure Paul has found, that the Pearl Jam community is pretty damn cool when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. Sure is, man. And there's something about community that makes a lot of this a little easier to deal with. But more importantly, um, there's something about community that allows everybody to pitch in and maybe play a role in, in recovery from things like this. So, Absolutely. All right. Well, we will see you uh, on the next time. I don't know what we're talking about. Again, we'll figure it out. We always do. <laughs> we always do hey, there's something about mystery that might be why we, you know, we, we, we might get half of a follower extra <laughs> well be sure to, to spread the word tell all your friends um out there that we are out here doing our thing we appreciate it we appreciate all the new fans we've, we've gained recently um and if you are gonna go check out another podcast this week it should really be all of the pearl gem ones of course but maybe you got a new one how about 
a perfect album side with Stephen Wyndham. New episode comes out on Friday, March 11th with us. Yeah. And, and but by the way, the, the mic setups that those guys, unbelievable. I was just so jealous. Uh, yeah. Pros, pros. They Big make me look pros. like amateur hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, You're in a closet for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's a booth. Easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a closet. Okay, fine. It's it's a it's a it's a, a booth converted out of a closet. There you go. Uh, or or the, yeah. Anyway. Semantics. Semantics. Yeah. Semantics. <laughs> Listen, I just want to remind the listener that uh, the, these these reviews. You know, if if you could, if it really does help us move this podcast forward, um, and, and and we do it because we love to talk about Pearl Jam, but but we also do it because we love to connect with all of you. So taking just a minute, it could be a, a single word, <laughs> you know, as a, a thumbs up emoji. I don't know. Just it's a podcast. Give us, it's a podcast. Exactly. Just, just give us a review and uh, it goes a long way. Jason will read the reviews. I will read it. Yeah, he will read it. He and will by read the way, it in, in whatever language you request. Seriously. I will try. And here's, here, here's, here's, a, here's a kicker. If you leave a, pod, a podcast review, take a screenshot Send it to us in our DMs, and I will send you a sticker. Yes, I know. I know it's not Who a big deal. Love stickers? But stickers no. are fun, well, and it's our while logo, we're educating so. young children to not resort to violence. What is it that they want most at the end of that? A sticker. Sticker. Stickers. Yeah, that doesn't change when we're adults either. My, my <laughs> child took two of them, and put them on his bed. <laughs> so someone likes them. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> as we as we veer off into another tangent, uh, you've been listening to a wonderful podcast with myself, Jason Garibesi and Paul Gillieri. And until next week, when we talk to you once again with an unknown topic as of right now, you've been listening to The State of Love and Trust. Yeah.